0: Keyshawn J, Will, and Zubin, the podcast.
1: Good Friday morning. A couple of questions. Quarterbacks in the Keystone State, and they're key to returning. Key, like the uh, view you're seeing. It's Friday. Let's go. That really hurt my ears. You're fine. It's Friday. Coming from the it's loudest weekend. talking man on earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really hurt my ears. <laughs> I'm just. Get saying, him, Zubin. The irony Get of that him. is a little strange,
2: is it not? Coming
1: to America, too? What,
2: I don't even know where to start with, Zubin. <laughs> There's a little, a little irony in there, isn't <laughs> there? <laughs> Loudest talking man. <laughs> boom, boom, I'm boom, not boom. loud.
0: I'm uh, not loud
2: at all. I do talk. That's what I'm paid to do. Well, I'm paid to talk.
0: Well, <laughs> there are times you are very um, flamboyant in your delivery.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Anyway, <laughs> Zubin, how did things go for you last See, night? Good.
1: See what I mean? I mean, I just. <laughs> <laughs> that voice, though, I love it. I love it. It's epic. Even after the virus, we should be six feet apart, so I can't take it. No, no. Um, no uh, what do you guys do last night? Because there was actually some movement. We, you know, it's been dormant in the NFL. Hope you guys had some things going on. More spring training? Uh, yeah. I can't. Two nights in a row? Yeah. Cubs, Dodgers.
2: What, what What? you mean? I need to see what's going on with my team, man. <laughs> so early. You're locked in so no, early. No, I just want to – I just need to see it. Yeah. I need to see it. I try to watch the little college hoops here and there. You know, I caught – Michigan last night? Uh, I did not. I was I was on, uh, Oklahoma something game or something I scrolled through. Um, but I, ID baseball was my
0: ID network baseball. What well, was
2: on? Actually, it was the Oprah <laughs> network. I didn't. That you know you can go Oprah, you can go on, you can go Oxygen. All of them got all the kind of stuff that I like. <laughs> but baseball spring training,
0: Just I saw Michigan out. close it out. Um, oh happy for Juwan Howard and what they've been able to accomplish. The way they bounced back after that loss. Um, and I, I watched the NBA All Star draft, which was, it was always great um, when you see the best team with the best record in the league have the last two picks in the All Star Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, the slander continues for the Jazz.
1: That it does. Last two guys on the reserve squad, no less. And LeBron. <laughs> through a little bit of shade and we'll get into we'll that discuss that in just a little bit and it's great because the jazz and the lakers are actually going to meet twice in the second half of the season mm. in like in a less than a one week span so i don't think it's going to be the last time we're going to hear these comments because when they get together utah and los angeles possibly one two in the west down the stretch i think those comments will come back to light some comments here about the nfl and the quarterback carousel that should have been moving at an incredible pace But isn't. We do have, obviously, the trade, Goff and Stafford. We do have the move of Carson Wentz, who I'm going to get to in a second. The Steelers are bringing back Ben Roethlisberger. Officially, he's going to reduce his pay to, I mean, almost a third of what he was scheduled to make. But that was something that was... Out there, so he's back. The Steelers won't be looking for anybody at least for this year. Carson Wentz, by the way, put his one point seven million dollar home on the market. If you got one point seven mil just laying around waiting to spend it, and you've always dreamed of living in rural Salem County, New Jersey, this is your opportunity. It's actually a great, great house. But the question becomes this morning: if Wentz has the for sale sign in front of his house, why there, did he wait so long? <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I would have put that thing on the market during Man. the mid, middle of the season. Middle of the season, I'm like, been I'm like out. out
1: all the pictures. <laughs> are on there you can find it online uh, it's very creepy it when they post all the pictures of like someone's house with the jersey this and all is that where stuff. he sits
0: and has coffee in the morning
1: indeed look at mm-hmm. the master bathroom tub everything's in there <laughs> everything's in there so the question is the for sale sign is out in front he's uh-huh. looking for some housing in the midwest key why haven't more for sale signs been out in front of other quarterbacks essentially if we thought there's gonna be all this rapid movement and ben is back the big swap plus the wentz move Why haven't we seen more as we head to free agency about 12 days from today?
2: Well, I think you will see more, but it won't be what you
1: think. That accelerated rate we were hoping.
2: It won't be the accelerated rate because when you look at it, the starters, backups go move every single year. That's just what they do. Whether it's Matt Barkley, is he staying in Buffalo? Or is he moving? I mean, that's just, you know, backups do this. They move around. But when you go and you look at the quarterback starting position for the teams and you go from as far up as Seattle and come all the way down through at California, Arizona, wrap around Vegas, come back down, go through Texas and find your way through Florida maybe wind through Minnesota and circle back through and come up all the way to Buffalo. How many teams really, really, you got to hear what I'm saying. Don't be talking about that. We need a quarterback really need to change the starting quarterback position today. How, sure How many? that for you? That list is probably four to four five. Teams, four or five teams. Four or five teams. They are. Let's start by saying it Washington. would be Washington, which needs a quarterback. Chicago, which needs a quarterback. Let's throw Carolina in there even though they have a starter and that's still there on the contract, but he scrubbed his social media, which is always Sign. the, the signs nowadays so that's three
0: Patriots.
2: Patriots is four did Denver maybe maybe I'm gonna put them in the maybe category. And who would I be missing outside of that?
0: Uh, Indianapolis Indian, got their got guy their
2: so Kent Jacksonville is we all know they need a quarterback he need a whole damn team. So keep them to the side. Who
0: else? That's really about it. Right?
2: Right. I
1: mean, when you look at
2: it.
0: Chicago. We already said
2: Chicago. Yeah, I said Chicago.
1: You want a solution for the Pats real quick? Yes. Go Here's right a here. solution. ESPN Patriots reporter Mike Reese. A reunion of sorts. How about this guy?
3: I believe
1: that he is their top option. They would love to have Jimmy G back. I believe that. And so here's the way I read it the 49ers have been sniffing around quarterbacks just to see if they can, you know, upgrade their situation because Jimmy has some health questions, right? Like when he plays, they've usually won, but it's when he plays. And so to me, the question is like, if you put something in front of them that might entice them to move him, what might it take for them to do that? And I heard what John Lynch said on a, on a great podcast where he said, If Jimmy's healthy, I I really believe he's going to be our quarterback in September. To me, it was it was decisive, but it wasn't necessarily the door is closed. And so, to me, I'm keeping my sniffer on that one. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: What is that smell?
2: What is it? He's he's right, but okay. So we can play a game here. Talk about it. So, what are you getting if you San Francisco? If you're the New England Patriots, I'm going to give you a fifth-round pick for Jimmy because if, if you go and get – what what are you going to get, Deshaun Watson or Matt Ryan? Both are going to cost you some money, Deshaun more than Matt. Matt has cap issues. So when you talk about those two, Teddy Bridgewater is not an upgrade for uh, San Francisco. If you move Jimmy G – Now you got a hole in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. So now you say, I'm going to fill that vacancy with Deshaun Watson. So now John Lynch is going to give up. Do you want to give up? A lot of collateral. Like, do do you really want to just – do you even have the stuff to give up that Houston's looking for? And does Deshaun want to play in Houston? So let's assume that makes sense. So now you start this quarterback movement now all of a sudden. Now what is Houston going to do in return? Where do they get their quarterback from? Do they all of a sudden take San Francisco's picks and move up to try to get one of these young guys? So it's all these dominoes that's falling, but it starts with Deshaun if Deshaun wants to go to San Francisco. Everything I'm hearing from the people that I know that know Deshaun, that's not even something that he's even thinking about.
0: I mean, it's just not. uh, Another name I throw out there, and I know we all think potentially he will end up there, but (laughs) it's 2021. I don't know what the hell is going to happen these days. What for some reason – Dak doesn't get franchise tagged that could be another effect that could be another major major domino effect if he doesn't resign for a bigger deal they come to an agreement that they don't want to franchise tag him then what happens with that scenario then what happens with sam darnold and the jets i know there are a ton of qbs in the draft but you know supposedly they like zach wilson it it's there's still a lot of factors into this whole thing i just want to press pause a little bit on the fact that, hey, this carousel is over. I still think there's a lot of moving parts.
1: Last thing I would say, and we're going to discuss this throughout the course of the morning, the thing with Jimmy G that's the most interesting is the residual, as Key said. You move yes. Jimmy G back to New England, it's obviously a great story. But there's probably nobody in the league, maybe save Andy Reid, that is more particular about their quarterback than Kyle Shanahan, right? He wants, you may not like Kirk Cousins, he loves him for certain reasons. So if you Mm -hmm. move Jimmy G, then you have a quarterback whisperer that just wants a guy that he specifically likes and is going to target, and that's going to narrow his list, and that could make things very interesting for a franchise that has only, for the most part, had legendary quarterbacks. When you think about the San Francisco 49ers. Steve we'll talk Bono. about this. Steve, the other Steve, Steve. <laughs> I was thinking Jeff Garcia, but that's just that's just me personally. Jim Druckenmiller. Uh, Re- Re- <laughs> I knew I'd get you, Jim Druckenmiller. <laughs> oh God, I was about to say Tim Rattay. <laughs> He has hung on for a long time. That's for sure. On the way Jim on a mo- Jim Rockckefville, Virginia Tech's greatest. On the way. Timing is everything in life. But in this particular case, in one of the biggest stories percolating in sports right now, The timing might just be all wrong. The fellows will dig into that after Key has this from Granger.
2: Well, man, Zubin has a wealth of knowledge about the NFL. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe, in your people even safer. Call 1 800 Granger, click Granger.com or just stop by.
4: Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e Bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two,
1: who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It's Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, about a half hour away from our Dan Graziano, who's going to help us dig back into this discussion of what quarterback moves next and why haven't we seen as much movement as we expected. We're going to dig into that ourselves coming up in about 15, but Dan's expertise is on the way in 30 Minutes. Okay, fellas, let's go back to a story that has a mini resolution, but not one just yet. Just to refresh everyone's memory. Last Saturday, Creighton playing Xavier, highly emotional game in the Big East. And Creighton's head coach, Greg McDermott, after the loss, told the guys in the locker room he wanted to, quote, have them all, quote, stay on the plantation, a poorly used phrase that he was trying to encapsulate. We need to stay together, stick together in times of adversity. And then after apologizing and saying he saw pain in his players' faces, putting out a statement but not taking any questions about it, they lost a big game to Villanova a couple of days ago that could have helped them win the Big East Championship. They're certainly headed to the NCAA tournament. So now Greg McDermott has been suspended by Creighton at least through tomorrow's game against Butler. That's their regular season finale. They will play their first game in the Big East tournament the following Thursday. That'll be March 11th. But just to let you know, for if you haven't been following College Hoops that closely, they clearly are going to be a tournament team. I'm going to get into some of the particulars in just a second <laughs> on exactly who's taking over and some of the other things that only really Creighton fans would know but is important in a macro sense in a minute. But first, guys, the timing Convenient. of it all suspended after the game he coached in which they could have won the Big East championship, but fell short. Clearly the comments were made last Saturday, could have missed that game that could have helped him clinch the championship. He was there and is now suspended. Jay, what do you make of the timing?
0: I mean, like I just said, convenient timing. Um, I know they're a private institution key. I know that they're allowed to do things when they feel it's convenient for them. It's just optically, this is a horrible look for Creighton horrible look and first off the fact that it happened is a horrible look secondly it shouldn't take you multiple days to come to a conclusion that hey we're going to suspend you indefinitely without a timetable zubin on when they're ever going to bring him back so it's not like you needed to do an investigation on this key (laughs) (laughs)
3: like
0: the the coach uh, admitted to it via his tweet like really like telling the world about what happened because it was going to come out anyway uh, when when situations like this are handled this way, it just it makes me even more frustrated because it's like, oh, well, if we beat Villanova and we win the Big East, then everything maybe seems okay on paper. Maybe it seems okay, but you know, we lose, we gave it a shot. Now we're going to suspend him. Just the timing of it is horrible. It's horrible.
2: I, yeah, I just I. It's, it's always about winning and don't care about people's feelings and how, you know, you could you could say, well, I understand that my players are hurt and all those sort of things. But you coached a game to try to win a Big East title. And once you realize that the Big East title wasn't going to be won, then you made a decision as an institution that you were going to suspend them or whatever the case is i'm like you know these these sort of things get me so frustrated that i get so sick and tired of talking about what we all expect is gonna happen and it winds up happening anyway i anticipated something would happen after the big east uh tournament that they didn't win i I, I figured okay they're gonna do something now whether it was him completely resigning and stepping down which he offered to do by the way he offered yep yeah I get it. Well, that's the part that makes it look yeah. even worse, <laughs> right? Look, Coach, oh, hey, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But he, I, I don't need to offer to step down if I want to step down. You do understand that, right, Zubin? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be on the show anymore. I just see you guys later. I understand that I talk loud and Zubin can't handle it, so I'm going to do something different. I'm not going to ask, Whew, hey, that's Jay, awesome. do you want me to do something different? Hey, Z, do you want me to coach you? Like, I, like, No. He was never just because you go to your team and your players, and they're young, and you say to them, "Well, you know, if you guys want me to resign and step down, I'll do it." They're not going to say, "Yeah, coach, we want you to do that."
0: That's why I said this is a university decision. Like I'm, I'm not going to put this on Greg McDermott because I, I, I think a lot of people, I'm not which excusing. Part,
2: which part you? Not I'm not. I'm not.
0: At, wait, I'm. I'm going to clarify. I'm not excusing his actions at all because he should be held accountable for his actions. Yes, absolutely. But I'm not going to put it on Greg McDermott to fire himself or to step down himself.
2: I understand. No, I, I understand. The
0: university needs to draw a damn line in the sand. I get it. And say, no, you don't have the power here. We have the damn power. And we're going to implement a suspension, not two days, but right now, before we have one of our biggest games. And we're going to show the world that, yes, basketball is second to to the moral code that we hold ourselves but to. But is it? But apparently, that, that's what I want, a perfect society, but we don't live in a perfect society.
2: No. They, they, and they, their stadiums, Zubin, are, are pretty much sold out every single game.
1: Quest it's Center it's, in Omaha, 20,000 every night packed to the Packed bills. to packed. And he's Has not been, been that way
0: during the pandemic? Or no, is, no, no, okay. okay. no. Under normal circumstances. Okay, I just want to make sure. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't been up on everything. There's a lot of <laughs> sports going on these days. It,
2: it, no, I, I get it. And. Considering this, I get it. Um, it. You look at it, it's about the money. It's about winning. And it's not about someone's feelings or how you have insulted people. They, they, they don't care. They don't care. The institution does not care. As long as we keep winning, our enrollment,
0: those applications Ooh. will keep
2: coming in. That's the reality. And, of and
0: here's the thing that's frustrating about it. They that's win. The that, they win me. that game, right? Think about how we love to marketing collateral key. Big East champions. Like you you're not afraid to flaunt that to people. If that were the case, and I'm not saying that takes away from what the kids are able to do. But then that becomes the narrative that kind of sweeps. Oh, you can totally sell story. Oh, God, the story underneath the table, right? Underneath the rug, like, oh, okay,
2: well, they they were behind him one hundred percent. They played for they him. Play if you for can him tell. They played for oh, him. They fought for you know him. They fought for him. They love their coach. Quickly, he's, he's,
0: and that doesn't mean that they, guy. That doesn't mean that they maybe don't love their coach, or maybe they they can't work towards. Why'd you make that face, Subin? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just when I say love their coach, you made a face like, oh, I love the coach. No, 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 no. Okay,
2: I, 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 I know we got to run, but. It, it's a great situation if you win, and it's a great situation if you lose.
0: Yeah. Let me just uh, add a couple. Go, Joe. I, I was going to say a lot of people say crazy things. I'm not saying that Greg McDermott doesn't deserve a second chance. Um, me, personally, I would have suspended him right from the get-go, mm-hmm. Indefinitely.
1: Yeah. Let me just mention two things. I think the olive branch could be the school, because it's a private school, said that any further sanctions that they do make will not be necessarily disclosed publicly. I think an olive branch is to essentially say in a case like this, even though you're a private university, tell us the extent of the discipline and then let everybody else decide. They will be replaced. McDermott will be replaced by a guy named Alan Huss, who is a Creighton alum, fourth year on the staff, Paul Lusk, another assistant, third year on the staff, and the lone African-American assistant on the staff as an assistant coach, Terrence Rencher in his second year on the job. A guy named Len Gordy is their diversity and inclusion officer. So if you look at this story next week and say, oh, they just popped up a diversity and inclusion officer, they didn't. This job has been there for a long time. No, no, that's what you happened You get to clarify, so, get have to clarify been, those things. I'm like, right? all, all of time. a sudden, we hear about a diversity. I'm like, huh? No, no, they've had I'm one. I'm glad you said one, that. And they've had one for years, and this guy's been associated with the program for a really long time. So maybe that's the guy that needs to speak in this situation. That is what he is there to do. On the way, is there one quarterback that could finally loosen this logjam of quarterbacks that supposedly were going to be moving this offseason? The domino effect. Who's the one guy that could change it all? Believe it or not, it's the one guy that might be the hardest to pry. We'll answer that next and talk about it and get your calls. Keyshawn, Jay, Will and Zubin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
3: Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
1: Couple dates to remind you of. We are about a dozen days away from the start of free agency. You have until March 9th for that tag, and then July 15th to consummate a long term deal with said quarterback. I think we're talking about one in particular who you just heard, Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline, were are asking this morning to all of our guests and the discussion we're having that's pretty robust with regards to who is the quarterback that could move the quarterback carousel. Seems to be of a log jam at this point, but what's the one move, the domino effect, that could set it all off? Our NFL insider, Dan Graziano, has a very interesting answer. That answer is on the way in 11 minutes. But, Jay... Who is the answer to that question for you, the guy that could break the proverbial logjam?
0: I'm still going Dak. I'm going Dak, uh, and I made the mistake the first, talking about him not being franchise tag. Franchise tag him, but if you don't feel like you have a long-term solution with him, Key, then you deal him. And I, I, I do feel that for a guy like Dak, who wants, what, $40 million? No, he's going to get $40-plus plus million dollars. So he's going to get more than Deshaun Watson. Because Deshaun's at 39, right? Would you value him to be more valuable than Deshaun Watson? Because Deshaun Watson's at 39, so he'll be the second highest paid quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes, essentially, who's at 45, right?
2: Yeah, but you you asked me if I value him more than I value Deshaun. Or is it you're asking me, is he a better quarterback than Deshaun? Hmm. Is that what you're asking me?
0: Is he a better better quarterback than Deshaun?
2: I, I look at them as 1A and 1B. I can live with either when Dak is healthy. I can. Some other people probably can't. Okay. And when you start talking about money and contracts and things of that nature, there're different ways to get there. No, there's that. different ways to get there, but what I was going to say is he's going to leapfrog, not leap when I say leapfrog, not like blow it away more than the next guy. He's going to surpass Deshaun Watson whenever his deal gets done because he's next. That's just the way it but goes. When he's, the market
0: was set by Deshaun and by Patrick Mahomes, exactly. It was set that.
2: by Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. It was set by Russell Wilson. Then it was set by uh, Patrick Mahomes, and it was set by Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson numbers, plus or minus, on real money. We're talking about real money, not cap space. I'm talking about cash that comes out of the owner's pocket into the co- the player's pocket. Their numbers are basically identical. Mm-hmm. It's it's about the the first several years of the contract. What is the guaranteed money? And, and, and people don't really understand that that sort of thing. They look at $500 million. Okay, well, we all know he's not guaranteed $500 million. What is he guaranteed over the first three years of the contract? What is Deshaun Watson guaranteed over the first three years of the contract? Now, Dat Prescott will look at that, and then he will say, okay, because as you look into the television money going up, the salary cap is going to go back up, even though right now it's a little bit down. The owners are putting money in their pocket. The players know that the owners are putting money in their pocket. Every single year, players leapfrog each other. Hmm. Whether it's my position, when I came and redid my deal, I was the highest paid receiver in the league. Then all of a sudden, as soon as I did my deal, guess what? Number 84 in the purple with the braid said, no, 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 man. I got to get paid. Then Randy Moss leapfrogged me. And then the next guy leapfrogged Randy Moss. And then the next guy leapfrogged him. And so that is what happens in the league when you are a top player. That's just no matter. And I know some people say, Jay, you shouldn't pay this type of money because it will handicap you from being able to sign other guys on your team. Man, come on, man. The Rams have been signing dudes every other day for big contracts. Yeah, but you,
0: I, don't, I don't see there being a plausible scenario where – if they can't come to an agreement, they would franchise tag him for the third time too. After that, because then he would be making fifty million dollars a year. Keith. What do you think? What do you, so? You said that number fifty million, yes. right? I know people out
2: there think there's no way, based on the percentage of where the salary cap is going to be, he would eat up a, a, a huge amount of that at the third time around. But what I would say is, just because the average says fifty million again. What is the real money that he's putting in his pocket? Not the average, because I can make my average look like anything, because all I got to do is extend the contract out and push the money to the back end that's not guaranteed, but the cap number says something, and my average says something. That's when agents start to talk about, look what I got my client. He's a $60 million. He ain't going to never see the back end of the the money. money, So it, it it becomes just...
0: Ink on a piece of paper at that point, but still i if I would personally think that if that i don't think that would be worth it though, if there was another suitable quarterback on the market, like say if you know I know Dan and Rossini said that uh look Seattle Seahawks uh-huh. Uh, they're not taking it. They're taking a couple calls about yes. it about Russell Wilson. Yes. So is that a plausible scenario? Like I just I would see that Dak Prescott if they can't wait him till March ninth, right? Essentially yes. Put him the fr- Franchise tag. Yes. Right. So if, if that were to happen, if they can't come to a long term agreement, I can see that being a domino effect to a pretty big degree if Dak doesn't want to be there long term.
2: Well, look if if they made a decision to franchise tag him and he doesn't want to play for thirty seven million dollars, and then they made the decision to move him for somebody else that's out there, there's two franchise tags. There's the restricted franchise tag, which they're going to put him on, and then there's the unrestricted franchise tag, which is the non-exclusive exclusive. exclusive. Mm. And so when you start to think about the franchise tags, you you say to yourself, which one? He's going to be exclusive. He's not going to be non-exclusive. Non-exclusive goes to guys that teams kind of sort of want to deal with, but they really don't want to deal with them, they'd rather have them go out there and see what they can get in the open market and then they could wind up trading and picking up picks at high value. So that's not going to happen with Dak Prescott. He's going to be an exclusive franchise tag guy.
1: Right. You want to make sure that if this guy truly is your guy, that if we're going to offer him this amount of money, that no other team is going to be able to match that. Exactly. That's the That's the way they say oh, you don't love me, you haven't offered me a deal. If you put him in a situation where here's what we're going to pay you and nobody else, hands off for everybody else, that's the best way we can say at this time in a short-term perspective, we really want you.
2: That third year though, Jay, that $50 million sound like a huge number. Huh? Yeah, it's a but massive think, number. Think about what you think Aaron Rodgers, and I'm, pre- I'm predicting he's going to sign an extension between today and the start of the football season. What you think his average number is going to be?
0: It's going to be high. It's going it's to be, be fifty be plus million, million dollars. He gonna hit it out the money. park, yeah.
1: right? But Aaron Rodgers is a Super Bowl champion. Exactly. He's been to there, five there, so much games. Yeah, I, I agree, get it. Dax never I, been to one.
0: It's your time, no rewrite. Right? When it's time. your time, I'm, I'm never trying to steal money out somebody's pocket. But that's a lot I of money. I get and it. You still have so many other
1: issues to address on this team. But when it's your time, baby. It's your time. It could be time for another guy. It definitely is time for straight talk brought to you by straight talk wireless. So it might be the most important thing said in this segment, but we got to pay the bill. So, so Jay kind of broached the Russell Wilson situation. This is exactly Diana's tweet. And this is interesting because we know Russell doesn't want to be traded, but if he does, Dallas is one of those mm-hmm. options. So this is interesting. This is Diana on Thursday straight off her Twitter feed quote. So listen to the distinction here. Quote, I was told the Seahawks are not quote unquote, Shopping Russell Wilson, but calls made from other teams inquiring have been answered. That's an important Have been answered. Have been answered. answered. So they're open, open. to it. Yeah. And what do you think about that? Because to me, Jay, the, the, the difference there is Deshaun is going to get a haul and we're going to go crazy. We'll do four hours when he obviously ends up on a new team. But nobody would be surprised by it because the public and private posturing has been there. With Russ, if you can pry Russ out of Seattle, even though I know he's unhappy, but if you can pry him, that's what I think could unfurl the logjam. Because then if a team gets Russell Wilson, fans of any other team are going to say, hey, we can't stand Pat. We were told there was no way Russell Wilson was really available, and X team just got him. So if I'm the Chicago Bears, I'm like, what are we standing Pat for? Are we going to get Russell Wilson? No, he's on another team. But hang on a second. Hmm. If he's available and somebody could pry him out of that region, it's not just a city, as Kia said. Somebody pries him out of that region, I think that could get phone lines burning.
2: Yeah, you're going to get – but but I'm going to ask for everything, man. You're going to have to give me the building. Said, you you're going to have to give me your logo. you got going to have to give me everything to get my quarterback off my team because I don't have a problem with my quarterback. My quarterback has a problem with me. So it's going it, it, – you're going to have to give me a lot. It's a, it's a basically in the end the way that I look at it is somewhat of a non-starter, because if you don't give me what I'm looking for, why are you even calling my phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna pick it up because that's what I do. I pick up the phone. I don't play the Houston Texas game and hang up the phone or not answer or look at it and push uh, ignore none of that. I answer the phone.
0: Well, and, let, let's play this game. So what's a, what's an offer you couldn't refuse on Russell Wilson, All right? Because I, I, I listen the same, to, the, uh, same
2: the same uh, offer you gonna give me for Deshaun? Huh? The same offer somebody three first would give. Round, yeah, three, three first round picks. Three, See, me, three like, good first round I'm picks crazy. though. Don't be giving me no twenty seven and thirty and thirty two. I need the same sort of stuff that you gonna get for Deshaun.
0: Yeah, but the Texans aren't answering the phone. The Seahawks are though. You know what I mean? So
2: I understand. But if but if if you come to me and we're negotiating and you say, "Hey, Mister Johnson," I like to be called Mister Johnson. Mister um, Johnson, we we really want to talk about. Russell Wilson. Okay, we could talk about Russell. What do you want to talk about? Well, we'd like to see if he's available. He's available. What's your price? Mm. Well, we only want to give you two ones. Yeah, I, 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 my phone's messed up right now. I got to go to AT&T. <laughs> I mean, but if you tell me I'm willing to give you three ones, and I know two of your ones are in the top 15, now we can start to, hey, let's Dance talk a little, little bit. bit. Let yeah. me let me go talk to Zubin and see what he thinks. And let me talk to Jay and see what he thinks. And then we can start to, but it's got to be a lot. You can't be coming to me with no 29, like I said,
1: 29th pick, 30th pick. I don't want to hear that. Indeed. You would never have bad service if you went with Straight Talk Wireless, just so you know. Straight oh, talk okay, wireless. yeah, Straight Talk too. <laughs> no contract. <laughs> no compromise. Last thing before we get to our NFL insider, I would just say, because Dan Graziano used to cover baseball, it's just sort of public posturing. You know, if you live in a big market, New York, Boston, L.A., Chicago, you just got to say, we made a call for this prospect or this guy so the media doesn't crush you the day before the MLB trade deadline. Same thing in the NFL.
2: Chicago's interesting. Here's why Chicago would be interesting for Russell Wilson. So, uh, so if I'm Chicago... And I got some some issues there. Here's what I would do if I'm Chicago. I'd look at Allen Robinson because you could use him.
0: Franchise tag him. And, and I'd
2: him. non-exclusive franchise tag him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then move him to you. And then we could dance a little bit, you know, with those picks. I'd move him to somebody, take those picks, move them to Seattle and then give up some more stuff to him to grab a Russell Wilson, if I'm Chicago. It's complicated, but it could be done.
1: We'll get into it throughout the course of the morning. Obviously, dealing a wide receiver would require less capital, too, so that's interesting. Time to start the day with Dan Graziano. Start the day brought, today, brought to you by Indeed Hiring. Start finding the right people right away. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, Dan, good morning. We're asking this morning, what quarterback would unfurl this log jam? We got the big splash, Stafford and Goff, and then we got Wentz, and then it's been kind of quiet. So who's the one quarterback here that if they were moved could get this whole thing going again?
5: I have an answer, but for, I just had to laugh because poor Allen Robinson, all he wants to do is play with a good quarterback. Now you're bringing in Russell Wilson, but you're trading me to get him to some place <laughs> that doesn't have a quarterback anymore. Sounds like a nightmare. Uh, Allen Robinson continues to live. Uh, but I, my answer to you is I, I think if Jimmy Garoppolo were to be moved, that would signal a lot of Uh, a lot of change in the quarterback landscape around the league because I think if Garoppolo got moved, it would probably be to New England, but it would mean that the 49ers have found another solution, right? It would mean the 49ers have secured Deshaun Watson or traded up to get one of the top guys in the draft or traded for a quarterback that we didn't know was available. Uh, They can't get Russell Wilson, obviously. They're in the same division. But uh, I think that would signal a lot of movement. Look, if Deshaun Watson gets traded, uh, and it's to say Carolina, that doesn't necessarily have a lot of ripple effect. But if you start to see the 49ers change their plan at quarterback, I think that means a lot of other things have happened or are about to happen at that position around the league.
2: Hey, Dan, how much does Big Ben's new deal help the Steelers in terms of their salary cap?
5: A little. I mean, they save, it looks like they're going to save about five, uh, about $15 million this year. Uh, it's just such a weird deal, Ray. Right? He did this restructure and supposedly took a five million dollar pay cut. Uh, they're they're saving a million more than they would have saved if they'd cut him, or if he, or I'm sorry, if they had done a full restructure, uh, and and only four million less than they would have saved if they'd cut him. It just seems like they're prolonging the inevitable. There, I I don't see how this helps them re-sign anyone like. Bud Dupree or Juju Smith-Schuster or any of those offensive linemen that are free agents. I think the Steelers are in a position now where they're going to have to make really tough choices, uh, and they're going to be a team that goes into 2021 with a lot of pressure on Mike Tomlin, a lot of pressure on Ben Roethlisberger, and they're going to need contributions from a lot of young players and probably rookies if they're going to be a contender in what looks like a really tough division so they really wanted big ben back for one more year he really wanted to be back for one more year they both got what they wanted but as a result i think it's going to be very difficult for them to put together uh, a steelers standard competitive team
2: dan we keep talking Dak prescott obviously we're going to continue to talk about till deal's done march ninth is closing in on him for the franchise tag what's the latest on Dak's deal if there is a latest
5: well, I mean, there's a deadline coming up of sorts, right? Tuesday is the latest date uh, that teams can use the franchise tag. And Dallas obviously will use the franchise tag if they don't have a deal done by Tuesday. They've been talking. I mean, they've had recent talks. I mean, the, the state of talks is tough to characterize. You can't get anyone on either side to tell you, oh, it, it's progress or it's encouraging, whatever, because they've known each side's known where the other stands for two years now. Right. So a deal could be done if one person picks up the phone and makes the right phone call. Uh, it could be done in five minutes. Everybody knows uh, what each other wants. So I, I was interested to learn this week that, you, you know, there's a difference between the exclusive franchise tag and the non-exclusive one. If you use the non-exclusive one, that means other teams can offer the guy a contract and then you would get two first round picks if, if they signed him. The Cowboys used the exclusive tag on Dak last year and they plan to do that again this year. So uh they they're serious about keeping him. They don't want him on the market in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm.
0: Dan, how unhappy is Russell in Seattle? Because you know us, like we'll start, you know, concocting different trades and can he go to Chicago? You know, how's this whole thing gonna work out? What do you think?
5: There's a there's a pretty big range between like how happy Patrick Mahomes is in Kansas City and how happy Deshaun Watson is in Houston, right? So l- let's look on that scale. Russell's kind of like I feel like he's kind of sliding a little bit, but mm-hmm. he's he's so sort of passive-aggressive about it, like it's hard to get a real read on it. You you, I mean, you hear the agent last week tell Adam Schefter, was that just last week? Two weeks ago? Anyway, it's hard to keep track of time. You hear the agent tell Adam Schefter, no, he doesn't want to trade, but if he did get traded, there are four teams that are interesting. So uh, I, I think he's, he's let it be known that he's at least mildly unhappy with the situation. He hasn't demanded a trade, uh, but there is certainly this list out there and there is still a lot of smoke there. So it's worth watching. I still think the most likely outcome here is that Russell Wilson is a Seahawk in 2021 and how the off season and the season goes could determine his future there. But you know, you guys are talking about phone calls being answered and, and Mr. Johnson picking up the phone and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's not nothing. It's not nothing. I'm it's picking up,
2: I'm picking up the phone for you, Dan, anytime you got something on the other end that I want to listen Mr. to. Johnson. Um, Dan, let me ask you this before I let you get out of here. So we're playing this quarterback carousel deal. There's two guys that are free agents, so to speak, and there's one guy that's under contract. So Jameis Winston, uh, Sam Darnold, mm. and Mitch Trubisky. Which one of these three guys is most likely to not return with their team and most likely to return with their team?
5: Oh. To not return is Trubisky. I'd be very surprised if the Bears brought back Mitch Trubisky at this point. It seems like, you know, three, four weeks into the season last year, it seemed like the coaching staff there was done with him. They went back to him because Foles wasn't getting it done, but I I don't think Trubisky is what Matt Nagy wants at quarterback. I I could could turn out to be wrong, but uh, all the indications out of there are that they will go in a different direction. Most likely to be back of those three. I think Jameis Winston, because Sean Payton has made it clear publicly that they want Jameis Winston back, and I think he they could bring him back and make him their starter or, or put him in a competition with Taysom Hill, whatever. Uh, so I, I think the Saints are trying to make that happen before free agency starts. And Darnold is... You know, sort of in the middle, because we don't know what the Jets are going to decide about what they want to do with the two-pick, what they can get for Darnold, what they can get for the two-pick, that kind of thing. So that would be the order uh, I would put those guys in in answer to your question.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that, because they paid Taysom Hill the money, but he's Mm -hmm. actually been, Sean Payton, more effusive in his praise, if you hear some of the comments about Jameis Winston and what his future could be. Dan, thank you very much. We'll see you on Get Up with Greeny and Company in just over an hour over on ESPN. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Dan. All right, Danny. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance Drivers who save with Progressive, save over $750 on average. Call click today yes. and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. I just thought of this. Yes. If you walked into the Jets facility, right, mm-hmm. the, you, know, you walk in, former Jet, and you run into Woody Johnson or Christopher Johnson, who's Mr. Johnson then? Do you, you all address each other as Mr. Oh, Johnson. You, you already know what Key <laughs> going to answer that? That's Come not even man, a question. to key. man. What's right. you, up, Woody? Hey, you call, wait, <laughs> what you up, would? But if you ran into what Bob Kraft, what would you call him?
0: Bobby. Would,
1: you no. call him Mr. Kraft.
0: Not I would, call him You Bobby. said them
1: out in the air before. I would, say, I would say Mr. Kraft. All right. So you can say yeah. Mr. Johnson uh, to Woody or Chris. I'm Ray. calling him Bobby. Bobby? What a Bobby? It's, it's, informal. Bobby. I don't know, man. It's, a,
2: a, oh, it's too deep to dive into what I would say to Woody Johnson. I don't want okay. to. It's a deep dive. Or as they say
1: in New York. <laughs> That's you know, key after dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> as they call Bob Kraft Bobby, or they call him in New York, Crafty Bob. That's Oh, <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's move along. <laughs> Zingers by Zubin. It's, it's just been out there. That's all I'm saying. Bob. It's true. Oh, no. I don't lie. Just facts. But, <laughs> hey, I love it.
0: Real <laughs> oh, facts. Oh, with TJ and Loose Zubin could uh, have been that. Loosen that collar, baby. Bob.